This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and Banging on the Drum has abandoned their uh, new technology real quick. But this is episode 145, back in our comfort zone, back on Zoom, uh, and always, and as always, I am your host, P-Dog, joined alongside our other host, M-Dog, and M-Dog, how are you doing today? Doing great, Pat, doing great. Uh, feel. I think I'm feeling good, I think so, because we got beautiful weather, getting outside. I mean, not that we haven't been able to get outside up here, but like, these are the days you live for in Wisconsin, that's kind of where, where we're at right at the moment, and usually those don't happen in February. Yeah, no, I mean, weather's been great around here too, but it definitely does give you some like rejuvenated energy. Like I'm definitely powered by the sun, like the, the super cloudy, we had like a two week stretch here, I think where the sun didn't come out and it was just, it was dreary. You had to fight through it. I'm reading a book right now though, that told me to stop blaming it shit on the weather. I think there's something to it though. There's definitely so, something to it. I think you're for sure right that there's something to it. Um, but blaming anything on anything else is tough, right? So giving something else the power over your mood is a is a pretty bad go about it. that. I think in treatment they call that an external locus of control. Yeah, I think yeah, the book I'm reading right now, um, not to brag or anything i'm like 130 pages in but it's like seven habits of like highly successful individuals or something like that yeah, and i've taken that class yeah okay i was gonna say i've seen it taught so many other different places maybe called like a different thing but but yeah that's it I, i'm gonna read this book and then we're gonna take this show to the to the freaking mars so is it dumb movie, right Collins, I want to say, is on the, on the not not Covey, huh? I see. I thought it was Covey, and I've taken a few of his because the leadership course that I was in at work was about his stuff. Okay, yeah, or he had like three classes in it or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, it, I mean, it's just good reminders for a lot of stuff, and then there is like some new stuff. But whatever, we don't need to talk about a book for too long, I, even though I'm going to talk about it in my observation of the week i thought of another observation of the week but i can't remember what it is okay i think i just thought of one why is the moon called the moon and mars is sounds weird if you say the mars i saw i i would argue that it's because it's our moon right the, the moon. earth the earth the moon the mars you, you don't you don't think the earth sounds weird? No, I think you hear it enough. You're hurting the earth. No. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're hurting the Mars. You're hurting <laughs> Mars. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It is an odd one. All right, I get it. Um, I'll try to think on why that's the case. Because <laughs> it's plural? The Mars. The Venus. Or feels the plural at the very least. But you have the sun, the earth, and the moon, and it all makes sense. But then you yeah, have those are all singular, where like 
if you would say the moons, does that sound weird? No. But the earth is singular. The moon yeah, is singular. Mars sounds plural. The Venus. Multiple Mars. The Venus. The yeah, Mercury. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me neither. The Uranus. The, yeah, see, that's Sorry. a sour. <laughs> uh, I'm a child. <laughs> uh, what's the, do you know what the closest planet to the sun is, Mike? Mercury. So it goes Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Earth. Jupiter. Okay. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Do you have? Neptune, Uranus. Do you have Uranus, like Neptune, the nomadic or whatever the thing is to like remember it? No, you just remember it. That's pretty good. Uh, I, so I, I had this discussion with my wife the other day. She has this um, like math formula pneumatic thing, right? Like, like I don't know what it was, what we were talking about, but like first outer, inner, last or whatever, right? And she's like, "Do you re like first outer these?" Yeah, I remember that. But there was like something about parentheses and like she had some different one and she's like, well, how did you remember? And I said, they told me that I had to do this piece of the math first. So I just did. Right. So like it was oh, just okay. the rule. Right. So like that didn't matter that much to me, like whatever it was, I think it was foil. Yeah, um, that is. But when I was talking to her, I couldn't remember that. And they yeah. was just like, they told me rules. I just followed the rules. I didn't need a pneumatic to remember the rules. See, I think they used to help me, but now I've just done enough math, like where I think it just makes sense to me. I mean, obviously I still learn new stuff and then like use new tricks. Like, I don't know if you ever got to like logarithms, but like the left, right, yeah, left. but I don't remember any of that shit at all. Like <laughs> that, I did that for, so that would, I started doing that stuff my, my senior year in high school, right? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I was not sniffing that shit in high no, school. So there was an advanced math class. I took that my first semester of my senior year. And I was like, why the fuck am I taking like a difficult math class here? What's the point in this shit? And so I was took another gym class my second semester. That a, that a boy. Yeah, that's how I was. I wish I was more interested in math. I, I kind of actually enjoy. I think it's more of like puzzly now to me. Oh, that's a yeah. great way to look at math. Like you're solving a puzzle. I mean, yeah, it, uh, you're right. Yeah. So, awesome. but, but I, I, that being said though, I don't really enjoy puzzles. Like I was never like a big Sudoku guy. I think, okay. I think I like that. It's a puzzle that if I get it right, I kind of get a reward for it. Whereas other puzzles, I don't really. And I, yeah. um, so, but like, I think with things like escape rooms, puzzles are way more interesting than they used to be oh yeah i love escape rooms i suck at them but if i bring the right people it's like going to trivia almost like i very much enjoy trivia but if it's just me and i'm like on my own it needs to be yeah, real. you're the smart guy in the room that's yeah that's low bar bueno. i've done it one time though i got second it was just me and another dude who really didn't like trivia and I think I take uh, for granted how smart my friends really are. Like, I have a few of them. Actually, most of them yeah. are, like, pretty, like, especially, like, trivia smart. You were the dumb guy in the group. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, 
uh, yeah, and then I would go out to these trivias with them and we could clean house, whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right. I went to a brewery with the dude and the trivia just broke out. And, uh, and I was like, I really want to do this. Like, and I figured he was pretty smart and he is pretty smart, but he was not trivia smart. Like, and then I think to trivia, like you hit like a prime spot. Like I don't, maybe not a prime spot, but you're better at it when you're in your thirties than you are in your twenties. There's just weird stuff that, cause I think there's like pop, pop culture. Life, yeah. Yeah, well, like in there's pop culture references, like that this kid was like having like no clue about like what year did the Macarena debut or something or anybody like that was that four. I don't think so. I would say like 96. Okay. But, but we can move on. What's your, what's your, yeah, well, and unders yeah, for this? Uh, we did not, we didn't even talk about kind of what we're doing. Overs and unders, uh, tip of the week. Um, Pat's got something that bothers him. Badgers, Bucks. We 19, cover all that stuff today. We didn't. 1993. So you were right. Debuted in 93. Dude, I remember. One could been right. I feel like it didn't hit the states till '96. I remember up at the ballparks when that thing hit the states. Uh, so you, how, so ni- so '93. I would have been eight. I feel like I was way older than eight when Macarena hit. And I feel like I was right around seven or eight because I remember being up at the Sparta Diamonds and like the song came on and like everybody was like, oh. It's you. I mean, we did. I did the same thing. I'm not judging. <laughs> if you if you listen to it though, I've listened to it somewhat recently. One, it's like way more scandalous than I thought. Like, oh, she's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I was bored with my boyfriend, so I slept with his brother. I've listened to it at work because it was a number one hit at some point. And so it came up in our like rotation. And so, but on top of that, it was great. I think low key, amazing touchdown celebration. I haven't seen it yet. That would be, I, I I think somebody's done it. Oh, they, I would hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you don't, I mean, and, and honestly, as a touchdown celebration, you should be getting if I score a touchdown this week or when we scored the first offensive touchdown this week, we're all doing the Macarena. You have to hit the Macarena on the, on the thing. You got to get with the score. Yeah. 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 You got to get the sound up there. Maybe we should try to see if we can get some pull. We're, we're going to become the number one Wisconsin sports podcast by the end of this year. So maybe we'll have some, oh, some, whoa, some pull. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so I think we don't even need to have that much pull. We just need to start. Every day, planting it in. Uh, who's going to get the first touchdown of the year next year? Watson. So, but anyways, we just like mass tweet Watson, Reed, Wicks, uh, Dobbs, Musgrave, Kraft. Hey, this is the deal. The first touchdown of the year. Jones, first touchdown. Oh, Jones would kill a Macarena. Yeah, I think he, he wears would. the sombrero around. It'd be perfect. Oh yeah. No, I think that that's a great touchdown dance and a great goal for us as a show is yeah, is to have 
a at Packers. least have the celebration as the mockery. It doesn't have to be the first one necessarily, but oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't care if it's the first one. First one would be no, but I do feel like if you do the first one, you could steal that for the whole year though. Like that's always yours. Oh yeah. The the crowd would go fucking nuts too, dude. I think that song's about to to re revamp and hit a wave. Cause I think that's that's when I heard it. As I was listening, I get bored with my playlist when I'm running. And for some reason, I can never pick the music that I actually want to listen to. So I did like number one hits. So I was like, from from years. So how it like hit on you? Yeah. So yeah. So it came back. Or no, I think maybe I did one hit wonders. Yeah, I think it was in the one hit wonders playlist. So okay. All right, we're off. We're off to a good start. And you already here's the other thing we can sell to the Packers. You could do all those dumb little dances. Oh yeah, well, like the electric slide, which might be have already have been done, but like all those like ones that everybody does, the chicken dance. Somebody has no one chicken <laughs> dances either. Man, I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. chicken dance. I like the Macarena, and I kind of like the idea of the Brewers doing it, like the like get on base. Hey, you can make I'm it cooler sure than it was. Bananas do it. Oh yeah, that that definitely. I mean, I'm sure they do everything though. Like they're yeah, they, yeah, they're a wild group of humans, right? Them. Yeah. All right, you already went over what we're going to be going over in the show. Yeah, I touched it quickly, right? And so, All right. I'll get into my under. So I applied for a job at work, and I feel like a shitty human being because I did this. I did this at my job in a different department, and I've actually recently found out since I applied. That it is a demotion, right? Uh, to take this job. And so I feel even kind of a little bit worse about it. But, but are you, it does you make me lean towards like not doing it. Okay. Yeah. I think it, it would be super hard to take a step back from a place like after going, even if there is that, even if some of the benefits like outweigh what, um, what you're getting now because your big thing is your weekend fight and yeah. that's my issue like I, um weekends and nights i kind of loathe so um i won't do that stuff and so so now it's time to get out of so now it's giving you something to actually weigh like you're like well i'll take the emotion but I don't want to go or no. So like almost not really. So when I found out it's a demotion, I told Kelly that it's a demotion and Kelly was kind of like, Oh, so you're not going to do that then. And so like, not that she necessarily made my decision for me, but to some extent, is it really worth a fight over the two Saturdays that apparently she does not care about that much? Yeah. And I'm curious to like, if, if, especially if you want to like progress like later in your job because say if you got a promotion is there is there a place where you can get promoted and then you would still get the same benefits of not having to work weekends or yeah so like i mean so there isn't promotions without becoming a supervisor in my line of work without doing that right um maybe a vocational therapist instead of a rec therapist. So there's some opportunities there, right? But 
And really, like, I think to some extent in my life, I've had a bit of an issue with staying put, right? So like I had this like dream of staying at Fort McCoy for my whole life, right? But in reality, like not being able to move forward at Fort McCoy over like a six year period, seven year period, kind of like ate at me, right? So staying in one job. Yeah, moving forward is really hard for me to do. Uh, I think that's like tough for anybody. I don't know. So I see, like, I see all these people that got twenty five years in that don't give a fuck that they're just that. That's true. Right? I guess some Which people is okay. are like, satisfied. I don't, I'm not judging anybody, right? But like, for me, I noticed that I get about five years in, and then I get antsy to get moving forward, and. I look back at Fort McCoy and I think like if I would have waited three or four years, I probably would have found these avenues to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think like maybe not in all the ways that I wanted to, but there would have been avenues to move ahead in that spot over there. Yep. And I'm trying to look at that here and be like, you know, if like I play this right, like there's possibilities to move forward here. So, yeah, I was like new scenery. I'm a big guy. Yeah, I like change a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could go like too deep down in that hole <laughs> if we got to talking about that. But yeah, we could be that, for an hour. For sure. Yeah, but we've yeah, already probably been an hour just talking about stupid. The mock ran out. Yeah. Uh, and so then uh, my over is that my daughter got pulled up to the fifth grade team right and so i didn't end up getting to see the tournament but she played pretty well uh like another parent called me told me how well she played my in-laws were telling me how well she played so kind of cool that like she's excelling in something and then like something that we kind of work on together and and then did well so like i feel like i had more insight into this last week but i'm pretty excited about it yeah no i mean it's like a wholesome great moment like seeing your kids succeed because yeah. yeah we didn't even mention that we've already recorded this episode one time so some of our talking points is our second time through but i was just saying like even watching my nephews do cool shit i get pretty pretty pumped but yeah, yeah. i can only imagine yeah. your kid like you just get jacked up i was just talking to my sister um and I think we talked about him on the show, the little wrestler. Apparently he's starting to win some matches already. So he's he's even better than than you and I combined. Got a second yeah, place yeah. somewhere. So but yeah, that makes me like super happy. So I could imagine if it's your kid, it's way better. Yeah, good for him. Uh very like we we either we talked about this definitely offline at the very least. <laughs> and um like wrestling like is something that's very challenging and if you're not winning or like you were getting third places and two you're getting two losses every time like it's a tough thing to stick out for sure uh, like to like deal with for, so uh, good thing. yeah Problem. i i gave up that sport quick fast in a hurry i'd get like a bloody nose and cry every single weekend so but my sister did make me kind of feel better about that because she was like, there's always kids crying at those things. Like oh. where I kind of looked back at it and I kind of thought I was like 
the bitch of all bitches. Like, no, you weren't. I, so like, <laughs> I think I was like a high. And so like, as a high schooler, I remember losing a match. I mean, in like, I remember losing matches that I thought I should win. Right. So like I'm wrestling a guy, I took him down like six times and he caught me and I got fucking pinned. Like this is the one that like sticks out in my head. And like, I was like distraught. I didn't know like how to fucking like, cause I knew I should have beat that guy. And then I, he, he got me and I got pinned and I was like losing my fucking mind. Like I, I couldn't control myself. And this was like sophomore in high school, something like that. Maybe freshman. Yeah. Was not I don't going. Know. That's still I'm pretty damn young. Losing my mind. Fucking throwing my headgear around. And I probably did it when I was older too. That one just sticks out in my mind. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm sure I would have cried in high school if I lost shit. Eh, maybe not. But I think though, that was like my defense mechanism. It's like, I'm never going to try hard. Cause then if I try hard or if I don't try hard, like I can just say it's cause I didn't try hard enough, but yeah, yeah. There was some stuff with that for me too, especially when I was like middle school and like early high school. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's, let's get this show moving. I'll do mine real yeah, quick. Yeah. And so I, I know we'd like to do our unders first, but I am going to do my over first just because my under correlates with my over. So this past weekend, Mike and I tried to record this show on Sunday for some contacts, but we had some technical difficulties, couldn't get it done. So I'm going to talk about my weekend still. And I went to Asheville, North Carolina to meet up with one friend initially, but then we ended up meeting with two more friends uh, and then my one friend had two more friends. So it turned into a good time, turned into a party. Asheville is an amazing city. Mike thinks it's just for the hippies, which I don't think you're too, <laughs> too wrong. Maybe not hippies. Maybe it's like modern age hippies. I Hipsters, I think is like kind of where I'm there. Yeah. There's so, it. Which I think are just hippies. Right. Like those are the people that are on the trends a little bit more than the rest of us. Yeah. Is what I is kind of what I think a hippie is. I'm trying not to like rip on them too much. I think that they're just ahead of the curve on things. Early adopters, maybe. Yeah, there's some pretentiousness that goes along with the city though. Like you can definitely tell. Um my buddy though that lives there, nicest guy. Or one of the nicest guys I've ever met. This is the, the this is this is Donnie, right? Yeah, Donnie. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, super good dude. Yeah, it, but so, and he's he's self aware enough, or not even self aware. He wouldn't have to be self aware, but he's aware of it. Like, it's not like he lives there and he's like, like, yeah, there's this is normal, like everywhere. He does enjoy it, but. uh but yeah, it's like everywhere you go, like beard, little Picasso hat, maybe like a. So that's interesting. That's a Picasso hat. I have no idea what that actually would. You know, those hats that painters would wear. My brother-in-law wore one for a while. And I, I very much enjoyed it. Like, does it have polka dots on it? Mm-hmm. I, I say Picasso because it reminds me of like somebody that would be like painting something like it's it's not like the brim is kind of like i don't even know what it's called it's not a fedora but 
you probably could see some fedoras there but um but it's like you can't you can't it's not a baseball hat that has like paint on it or something. no it's kind of like floppier and like good day mate Maybe maybe more like British. You yeah, can't I don't know. I, I'm not like envisioning this hat in my mind, which, which is okay. It's I hold it. Is it yeah. like a straw hat or is it made out of like? No, it's cloth or whatever. But like the brim is just not like too separate from the hat. I don't know how to explain that any better. Like, there's definitely a better way to explain it. Is it? I like, don't know how to. Explain is it more it like a brim that goes all the way around, or is it a brim that's just in the front? It's just in the front. It, it's, but it's like, um, oh, are you talking like a flat cap? I think so. Maybe that's what it's called, like a newsboy cap, like the. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bill, so you yeah. you think it would be seven, and it like connects to the bill connects to the top of the hat or something. Kind of. It, I think we might be thinking about something different now that you said that. But whatever, yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get. <laughs> Well, people listening to this, I have like so many different hats flipping around. Their head. Like, what the fuck? These guys think we're going to be the best Packers, Packers <laughs> podcast in the, in the. Yeah, we will. We're Don't worry. There. We'll be yeah. there. No, no worries about it. Um, but anyways, with this in Asheville, meeting up with a couple friends from Wisconsin, all these new friends, uh, I ended up missing my Duolingo streak, uh, which. It was like at 115 days. I did get to use a freeze. So it keeps telling me that I have like a 117 day streak, but it's not legit. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I missed it. I I think the next time you miss your Duolingo day and you know, you're going to miss your Duolingo day and you're with your wife, you have to do like a, like a full day of right. That no, the lessons, the car to. On the car ride to Asheville, right? You got to just all Portuguese. All Portuguese exclusively. Yeah. I don't think that that was a Portuguese, but maybe it is. Yeah. It's sim. S S is simi. All right. Give it to me, Mike. Give me just your tip of the day. Just throw it at me. Tip of the week, just the tip. Don't kiss your mother on your dad's birthday. Why? Well, you can work that out for yourself. <laughs> I do think that um, uh, that I'm not someone who kisses my mother. Maybe that makes me a bad son, right? I think for yeah, sure. I think you could say like, like Italian family is not that yet Italians. I mean, maybe. Georgian people. I definitely know Georgian people. Not like the state of Georgia. That they kiss their sisters. But <laughs> Georgian people like they kiss their bros, man. Yeah. Uh so I was listening to Theo Vaughn, who I believe is from Louisiana, uh comedian. And he was saying that like he hugged and kissed like people he just met when he was on vacation a few times. And I like I just don't like I don't know if i could hug someone that i really meet like it's pretty weird like i don't know huggins for like funerals mm-hmm. i guess for me i think that's just how we grew up yep. and we've I we've think- talked about it like there's there's like a midwestern nice and i think that's a real like stereotype like i definitely notice it when i'm back in the midwest 
but then there's also like a midwestern like i'm kind of afraid to show (laughs) my feelings or whatever like hugs make me uncomfortable like sure for sure yeah that's a that's a great way to put it is that like we're we're very nice people we're very nice people i think minnesota wisconsin probably not the fibs probably i was okay um but like we're very nice to people but we're not very affectionate to people yeah i i definitely went into this weekend being conscious like i'm just gonna hug everybody i'm just gonna turn myself into a hugger because i like, wish i could be a hugger it's so fucking weird though it is weird but it's even weirder when you're like, I probably should hug that person. And I didn't hug that person or like, like, I don't think I've met that person then. Like, <laughs> so you would be honest. Like, so, I don't know if I've met that person that I'm like, I should have hugged that person. Mm, right. I, I'm hugging everybody now. Like all my I friends. Like, like that's I a think, great that's, yeah, no, it's it, it, becoming it, less Midwestern, but that's okay. Yeah. But it just, cuts like the complication like there's some sort of like embrace you're supposed to have with these people and it's like oh nice to see you again my best friend from high school but like if you just like go in hug them even if they don't want to hug you it makes them look like the dipshit like you just hug them and then then they're like oh it feels like i've ruined their lives (laughs) uh i think it is true i think I think you just hug people now, Mike. I think that's the that's the play. All right. So I won't hug anyone at work. However, so I'm going to give this a shot. Next time I play poker, I'm going to like everybody that's around the table. I'm just going to give them a, like a, I don't know. Cause like just a straight hug is too weird for me. <sighs> okay. You got to do like a shake and a hug. Yeah. But you got to get good at that too. Cause there's like some like weird dap stuff that if you don't catch right. So I was in the gym and I was helping a pilot that was like flying somewhere off station. And it was like pretty, pretty like sketchy weather. So like we were in contact quite a bit. And I think he like appreciated like, I mean, I was just doing my job, but whatever, he appreciated it. And then like, I made sure the man didn't die. That's good. Yeah, but so he sees me in the gym and we were mostly like talking over the phone and shit. And I knew a couple people from his crew, but I didn't know necessarily who I was talking to. So he came up to me and he was like, I was the guy you were talking to on the phone. And whatever, we talked for a while. And then we went for like, he went like this to me. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. But he raised his hand up like he wanted to like slap, slap, clap and hug. Maybe that's what I just got to say. Slap, clap, hug, slap, clap, hug. And then, but it was just the awkwardest thing. Like we had like a super good conversation, but like I missed the hand thing. We were both like a little sweaty. So it was like slippy a little bit too. And like, like it left me like, Ooh, I did address it though. That was just the Midwestern in you. Like (laughs) it came out. It was like, man, that was weird. Yeah, it was weird. I think the last time I consistently hugged people was at my sister's funeral, right? Yeah. And like, so I made like a conscious effort to give good hugs to people. But I don't know if I, that was like my role, like their role should have been to give good hugs, right? No, I, I think, think 
I think your role in one of those though is to like, yeah, I think that that goes along with your role. I mean, they got to give you a good hug. You got to give, give a good hug. So but you got to be a good well, hugger in that situation. So like friend of ours, my cousin, friend of yours, uh, like I give him a good hug. Right. And he thought it was weird. He said something to me about me. He's like, oh, <laughs> all right. Like, and I was like, yeah, interesting. But if they, if they do that, you just pull them in for a kiss. You're like, you I think that hugs? <laughs> like that one, like, like it would have just fucked with his brain a little bit. Right. And so like, so oh, yeah. like Tony, like I probably could have done that too. And like, but then I would have felt super fucking weird. But no, like, I think he would have stuck some tongue out and got you good right in the mouth. Gave yeah, you I would have been going for a pack and he would have fucking just dropped that baby on me. Right. But, uh, all right. We, he said something like oh, the hug was like too much, but that's, I think that's the Midwestern. Like that was pro- real possibility. So this is a man I've known my entire life. First time I've hugged him. Real possibility. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not, maybe not <laughs> like our, our grandfather died. Our grandmother died. Like there's a possibility that that, that happened in there too. It's but, your cousin. Yeah. You don't even hug cousins. I think I hug all my cousins. I think it was always a thing. Even if it was weird, you'd hug them anyways. I don't know. But like the funeral might be, nah, probably not quite the funeral. But like that might be the last time I hugged my mom. Yeah, you got to give your mom more hugs. Just don't kiss yeah. her on your dad's birthday. Because you know what she'd been yeah. doing earlier that day. Yeah, doing things with her mouth that she shouldn't be kissing me with. Yeah, pretty brown eyes, nice little mouth. <laughs> God, that made me super uncomfortable. Applies <laughs> <laughs> to other people's mother. My mother, probably not an issue. Uh, too funny. Man. All right. All right. Let's switch this up. of the week. Let's go. So this is a bad one. I think I had a better one earlier. No, so I've started reading a book as well, and I agree with the statement. Okay, so there needs to be a better way to read a book. So I enjoy reading the right side so much better than the or the right page so much more than I enjoy reading the left. Yeah, the one that flattens out a little bit better, right? Yeah, the one that you can tuck, so you can tuck the left one behind because you can read. And I, I've kind of been cheating. I've been following along while I listen to it, but I'm a slow reader. So it helps me like double pay attention. So you're when listening sun- to it like audiobook, yeah. and reading it. Okay. Very cool. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I would say very cool, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been doing. And when I'm on the left page, I'm always inconvenienced. And when I'm on the right page, I'm like, this is where it's at. Cause like, I'll do that, grab coffee, drink coffee. By the left page, you hold your right, flops right back open on you. So, I, and I know there's like um, uh, Kindles or whatever the the reading things are, and I'm sure you can read on iPads and spiral notebook maybe. Oh, so over flip over and under, yep. So your books are just spiral notebook type thing. They need more books like that. I like that, Mike. They don't that make was... bo- any books like that, I don't think. I don't know of any, like, real books, like, things that are books that are like that. 
Oh, and yours is even better. Like just a straight up spiral notebook. Cause I was thinking you flip the pages over. Oh yeah. I'm just saying like, just a straight up ruled, like just okay. side I was, side. I was thinking more of like a door of the Explorer blues clues, like no notebook. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. Handy dandy. But yeah, they need to figure that out. Mike, you ready to roll into the Badgers? You ready to become the number one Wisconsin sports podcast in the West Central Wisconsin area? So, to be fair, we're already it, right? So, we might be the best. <laughs> I said might. I don't believe that. We are the best Badgers, Bucks, Brewers, Packers podcast. That's based. That has a person based out of Wilton and then a person based out of like Tallahassee. Uh, and well, I think we're probably it. There's <laughs> only one other one. There's only the, who are, who are the guys that are the also do it? Wisco Sports. Those, yeah. Those guys are good they're ones. They're good. They're though. the only other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you know, we just have to beat them. We're already beating them. Fuck it. But the, they're I using more people, which means that, uh, they're not as good because they need more people. Well, we could probably, I was listening back to an episode with our dog and I was like, ah, it kind of nice, was nice to have a, a third person too. But I think like, that's more for like scheduling things like them one can miss. We would have to be way more consistent on the day that we do this. And actually watching watching all the games, uh, even when they're on Peacock. No, I disagree. Fuck Peacock. Um, so anyway, we'll get into the Badgers. Um, I don't remember the exact date. Badgers face Iowa. Um, they kind of dominate the first half, leading by as much as 13 during that time in the first half. Uh piss it away right going into the second half, right? Right away in the second half, and they're only going to the half up four. Um Iowa comes out, they go up for a good 10 minutes maybe it goes back and forth a little bit but iowa ends up up um they get up by nine at one point and wisconsin come back uh to go up two with one minute on the clock game is tied uh minute 22 left in overtime store and uh probably kalesman here uh get looks and neither can get the bucket Iowa scores with one second on the clock uh to get the win that must have been an overtime that, is that yeah. the one that went to overtime? Yeah, it was definitely an OT. So yeah, Wisconsin yeah, was up something there. Four going into half, and then obviously got outscored by four in the second half. Um, yep, uh, goes to overtime. Store and Klesman get looks at the bucket, and neither neither make a shot. Right, and so Iowa comes down, scores with a second on the clock. I don't remember who did it, but. Um, just not good there. Yeah, pretty like not great Iowa team to drop one to, but correct me if I'm wrong. That was at Iowa. Okay, good. So at least at least it was at Iowa. Yeah, but the Badgers still pissed away enough games here through this that it's not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that was coming off a win at Ohio State or versus Ohio State. No, it, that was yeah. right before the Ohio State game. No, it was right after the Ohio State game. 
That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, nailed uh, it. Yeah. So they lose to Iowa. They beat Ohio State. Um, they get out to a pretty good lead and they go up about 16 ish. That could be wrong. 15, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Um, Buckeyes bring it back, get it down to five. Badgers buckle down and extend the lead again, securing the victory. Um, Badgers dominated on both the boards and at the free throw line. Really matters. Kroll had an okay game, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, PJ will give him the BJ. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm going to give out weekly BJs. So AJ Store after the after the Ohio State game, that was kind of looking like my BJ. Uh, but yeah, just to put a little bit. No, you did a good job. So we shot 44% from the field. They shot 41% from the field. So not awful in that department, chucking up threes. I'll just be the stat guy. So you you go through. But yeah, you you nailed it with. Yeah, the Badgers crushed him on the boards and on the free throw line, and I think that's what that game came down to. Yeah, and then so Tuesday night, I think it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, they played Maryland. First half is pretty tight. Badgers go on a little bit of a run late, get an eight-point lead going into halftime. Um the Badgers keep a five to eight point lead almost all the way through the uh, second half. The Terrapins do bring it down to about two with 23 seconds left. And then Klesmit buries two free throws late with, I want to say, one or two seconds left on the clock to kind of secure the win. Um, Wall had 18, Klesmit had 16. And then Blackwell had nine coming off the bench, which was pretty good coming off the bench. So I think if you can get Blackwell back into like a scoring role coming off the bench, get him around nine to 15 points, I think that could be your six moving into the tournament that really makes the difference. Yeah, he looked like the only guy off the bench that was doing anything in that one. Another game where... I don't know. Yeah, I would say he crushed him on the board. So Wisconsin out rebounds him 33 to 24 and then shoots 90% from the line compared to their 73 or 74%, I guess. We'll just give him 74%, but 28 points from the free throw line in that game. And that's a recipe to do well in the Big Ten and in, in the tournament. So good game from the line, good game on the glass. Um, did we talk shit about Peacock enough on that one? Cause I had to go back and watch, watch it not live because Peacock's, uh, I did not talk shit enough about Peacock because two of the last three games have been on Peacock opportunities for me not to really watch them and only get YouTube videos out of it. And so I think it's shitty. I think that this is the type of shit that ruins um sports i think basketball and baseball are dealing with this shit right now is that they haven't put enough on national television like fans of teams can't watch games frequently enough 
Like I should be able to watch the Bucks every day. I should be able to watch the Badgers every day. I should be able to watch the Packers, which they I can, and I should be able to watch the Brewers every day without paying for anything extra other than, I mean, really, I should be able to do that with over-the-air TV. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that should be something that comes through on the the rabbit ears. Yep. I agree. It like, I mean, I get like where I'm at, that might be tough because my rabbit ears have to either make it to Matt across, maybe Eau Claire, which is challenging. Like I'm 40 miles away from every one of those places. But like if you live in Milwaukee, you should be able to get those games on like the rabbit ears. You shouldn't have to have anything else. Yeah. Or Madison or Green Bay or Lacrosse or Eau Claire. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. The the peacock thing, like that was it probably won't be. Like I'll probably end up getting it and then seeing what they do have on Peacock that it's like actually pretty good shit. Like they got the office and they got uh Parks and yeah. Rec and just good mind-numbing shows to like put on in the background for shit. So I'll probably end up getting it, but uh, yeah, I won't be happy about it when I do it. So, but yeah, that's egregious to me that these games have been on Peacock because I've been excited at work. I'm like, okay, I'll just put this on in the background and two games, Peacock, couldn't do it and pissed me off a little bit. So give me my games, Mike. Yeah. And it's probably like $6 a month and. I shouldn't like lose my mind over that considering I'll easily drink $6 in beer every month. Yeah. But uh, it is. I don't want to spend fucking six bucks to entertain myself for three hours. Yeah. No, they pinch it all out of you. All right. You ready to move on to the bucks here? I'm ready to take a break real quick. All right. We are about to take a break brought to you by monsters, new alcohol drink. Monster Beast. And that was our break brought to you by what was it, Mike? Monster Beast. And dropping your kids off at the pool. Mike. No, so I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be fair. <laughs> it did make me have to drop the kids off at the pool, but it is very, very good. There's no sponsorship there either. Like they don't pay me nothing to say that. But like I can't taste like usually there's a hint. Right. Like even like Mike's hard lemonade, there's just like a little hint of alcohol. Yeah. Like I can't taste it. I cannot taste it in these monsters. None of them. Not one flavor can I taste. It tastes like the energy drinks. Pretty close. Yeah. I don't know if I would love that anymore, but there was a point in time where I think I would have thought that was pretty great. Yeah. Well, I love juice. So, um, or like juice booze and so yeah i think that's right up my alley yeah not my jam like if you could make booze taste like straight kool-aid i, I might think, live under a bridge uh I, I think they do that and you don't live under a bridge so i think i think I you'll think do, they or- do i don't think that anybody this is the this is the closest i've got, come to like not being able to tell that there's booze in it yeah, and I think I like having a slight taste of booze in in my stuff. But I think 
It's like a mouthwash or something. It's like how you know it's working. You need it to burn a little bit. I I mean, so like I know start knowing it's working like 30 minutes in, which is even better because then I'm probably about two, two deep. And then you're like, oh, now I can like, I can feel it. Yeah, I can see that. I, I can tell in you that there's two, there's two monster alcohol, monster beasts in you. Yeah, I'm being a problem, that means. So I'm going to try to buckle down here. All right, no, no, no problem. All right, we're going to move on to the Bucks here, though. So Bucks versus the Nuggets. Bucks win this game 119 to 112. Um, Bucks kind of whooped the Nuggets uh, front to back in this game. Giannis was on an absolute tear, uh, and the team was wet from three. So Bucks shot 16 to 34 from three, so 47 percent Jokic still ended up getting his uh 29 points 12 rebounds eight assists but they held everybody else in check pretty good uh Murray only had three points in the game granted he only played 18 minutes and my memory is escaping me now I'm assuming he kind of went out with an injury uh the next back score on their team was Aaron Gordon with 14 so I think if you let Jokic get his. I mean, you could still get beat and you still could lose a series to these guys with just Jokic Jokic going off. But Bucks did a pretty good job of uh just letting him do his thing and then making sure nobody else did their thing. Uh my weird note from this one, uh Thanis Thanasis. I fuck up his name every single time. Does anyone know what his name for sure is? I, I've heard Thanesis and Thanis, Thanesis, Thanesis. Yeah, right. So I don't know if anybody knows for sure, like that he's like, my name is this. And then like, we heard it and we pronounce it. Yeah, no, I definitely need that. Cause Giannis Antetokounmpo, that took me a while. Uh, but I think we got that one down as Wisconsinites. We might all be saying it wrong, but we at least all say it the right or say it the same way. So I just call him Giannis, and I think that's correct. Yeah, probably should listen to some interviews where Giannis is talking about Thanasis that, like, to to determine what his actual name is. I'm assuming Giannis can say it correctly. Yeah, I I would hope so. Uh, I think they grew up in the same country, at least. So, Uh, But anyways... Yeah, I, I don't know why I put this on the, the show note, but it was kind of weird, though. Like, at the end of the game, like, he was just calling for the ball, but it looked like they were just having uh, a good time out there. But then it kind of looked like the guy didn't want to give him the ball. So there's weird stuff. And, like, we'll continue into the Bucks a little bit. We won't deep dive too much into the drama, even though we probably should. But... Uh, that's not for this game, but just a weird eight second violation where two guys were just like arguing for the ball. Um, basically when the game was out of hand, but, and guys from, I mean, so like, let's be honest into Canupo, Don, the Nassus, Tenassus, whatever it is. Um, like he's like 14, 15 on the bench, 13, 14, 15 on the bench, right? 15 guys on a roster. Yeah, he's, he's at probably the, of the bench, 15. right? Like he's there essentially because Giannis said he's good at basketball. He just isn't NBA good, right? Can we dump him at the end of the bench, right? Like that's what I require. 
which is fine. And like another guy, that's basically the same thing. Yeah. Right. So like, that's who's fighting over the ball at the end of the game. Like just have fun. Like if, if you two are even getting into an, a bucks game, just enjoy your time. Right. Yeah. And I think it was more of a funny thing. Like, I don't think there was like any, like bad fallout from it, but like everybody on the bench was laughing, like Pat Beverly, Giannis, like everybody was just like shaking their head. Like what is going on? Uh, but looked a little odd to me, but we are, since there was a winner in this game, we are giving out a PJ or a BJ. So PJ's BJ goes up to Giannis in this one, 36 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, three steals, two blocks. Uh, and what do we should do? Be the leader in the, should be the leader for the MVP currently. Yeah. Dominating right now. Yeah. Oh, and sorry. he'll always, no, no, no. He'll always be in this discussion. So we give, give that man the BJ. All right, but then the BJ's ended after that. So then the Bucks played the Heat. I just said verse, so I'm pretty sure the Bucks were at home in this one. Uh, so yeah, Miami comes to town and just whoops our ass. So after whooping some ass, the Bucks go out against the Heat, get their asses handed to them. The Heat put together all around team game, six players over ten points, and I want to say. Uh, the lowest of those six was like 14 points. Uh, he put together, yeah, they shot lights out from three. So they were 19 of 40 from three. So 47.5%. The Bucks didn't shoot nearly as well in this game uh, from three, going 13 of 39. So 33%. And as we said in the last game, they shot closer to 45%. Uh, and only got to the free throw line 11 times to Miami's 18. But it was a pretty low, not a lot of whistles in this game. I don't tend to complain about that too much. But usually when you have Giannis on your team, he'll get to the line almost 11 times just by himself. And the whole Bucks team didn't. And if my memory serves me correctly, I don't even think Giannis got to the line once in that game. But for some reason, the link's not pulling up. But... Yeah, after going out and whooping some ass, get their ass whooped. Uh, shouldn't be happening, but Heat kind of has had our number, and they had a hell of a game. So we will move on to probably the more disappointing loss, uh, and the Bucks end up losing to the Grizzlies 113-110. to uh, Game they definitely shouldn't lose. Game didn't start out all that bad but in the third quarter they just ended up getting their ass handed to them getting them outscored by nine points ultimately had a shot to take the lead or no tie the game at tie it up at the end of the game but memphis just seemed to be a lot more clutch down the stretch and this is without john Morant, so that seems to be a real problem uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say the Grizzlies might have damn near the worst record in the league. Uh, eh, not quite. So they are 20 and 36. This was at Memphis, but they're seven and 20 at home. And like I said, no John Morant. I don't know how many players on Memphis I can even name when John Morant is out. Uh, and we're so not even going to for me. So yeah, they have, used to have that guy that uh Brooks. He isn't playing with him though anymore, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think he's Dylan Brooks. Yeah, 
talk some shit and then got moved around. But yeah, I, I can't think of, I mean, there was a Williams who went off in that game. Um, Grant Williams. No Z Williams and not Zion Williams. And then I think that's Williamson. No, it's Zion Williamson. Oh yeah. Zion Williamson. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Uh, but yeah, we didn't have Middleton in this game, which I think, I mean, a three point game definitely makes a difference. Uh, yeah, last possession, Lillard dribbled the ball off his leg. Um, and then the Bucks just end up getting like a very bad look from three. Uh, Lillard has to like jack it up. Just, just a bad game, uh, especially going into the All Star break. Uh, and then since the All Star break, it seems like it's been all drama around the Bucks. Uh, Doc Rivers basically. I don't know what he went on, but he went out and said, you know, I didn't want to take over the Bucks at this time. He said, wait till the end of the all-star break before this happened. And then JJ Reddick calls him out because he was like, Doc Rivers never takes accountability, always makes excuses. And if you listen to the podcast, or I don't even know if it was the podcast or what it was on, but I listened to a little bit of it. And it definitely what I listened to was slanted against Doc Rivers, but it did make him look like a bitch. And I kind of do think it is a bitch move to say like, oh, I, I thought the Bucks were wrong for putting me in when they put me in. But I would think you would just rather get in there sooner than later to get the growing pains out. But I guess if he got a hold of the Bucks. After the break, he would have had some time to implement some things. But, I mean, he's that's what they got now then. Yeah, but so my attitude towards it is, like, you just had 10 games or whatever it is. Probably close to 10 with Doc Rivers, right? I don't know about quite that. I, yeah, I. so we had... But anyway, he's got that time to, like, adjust to the team. So it doesn't really matter what you did before the break. Now you got the break. You can get some stuff going. And most of your guys are probably not around during the break anyway. Like this is their bye week in the NBA, right? And they're going to go and go on vacation or do their thing, right? And so you're not like in Milwaukee doing your shit. You're going to come back. You're going to start practicing a little bit. You're going to do things a little bit different. And you're going to set it up and you're going to go with whatever we got. And so, and if Lillard, who just won the three-point contest in the All-Star Game MVP, like starts shooting the way he did in those games or in the three-point contest and then in the All-Star Game, I don't know that there's a lot of teams that beat us. Yeah, no, I I think we're good. Uh, But it definitely did feel like this past week was a lot of trouble in paradise type situations. Like it seems like anytime a Bucks player opened its mouth was like, this isn't going right. And then seeing statements. Giannis said something along the lines of that. He doesn't watch tape. Doesn't watch basketball or something like that. Oh yeah. I think he said he doesn't watch like the NBA. Yeah. And Uh, so, 
and then they got he got ripped on by somebody but like uh chandler parsons maybe does that sound right sure yeah i mean right enough and I, he got ripped on by parsons but parsons t- saying like you've never won anything the guy won a championship the yeah. basis of the championship just i don't know two years ago three years ago whatever it was yeah 2019 uh or wait no 2021 right yeah 2021 yeah because they missed the 2020 they didn't do it that year they would have probably won the championship that year um had it not gone to the bubble and things been super fucking weird and then they won it the following year yeah so yeah i'm not too concerned but i do think lillard needs to get a little bit more aggressive and i think he kind of used the all-star game as like a jumping off platform but yeah, I didn't even they, write down the score to that that just because it was just they scored three hundred and ninety eight points combined, which is yeah, a lot. So it was like two eleven to like one ninety or something, something crazy like that. But yeah, I am basically all out on all star games. Like that does not intrigue me anymore. And I don't know uh, if it's, MLB doesn't intrigue you at all. Not at all. Not okay. N- me neither. So that's the boat I'm in as well. I don't know that there's an all star game that it's worth tuning into, right? Um, what what would make the NBA All Star game worth tuning into? I don't think it's. I don't think that is the problem. Like I don't. I don't think it's like people caring about it. I think like honestly, for me, well, it is because they're like they don't play any defense at all in the NBA All Star game. Last one I saw. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. You'd have to like put some like large stakes on it that I also wouldn't be that interested in having on the line in an all-star game either. Like, I don't know. There, It just would need to be like something like super different. Um, I heard in another podcast, like bring like the college all-star team in or no, no, no. Yeah, never mind. They would get waxed. I, I can't remember exactly would, yeah, what get, like. Yeah, I, I don't I, know what would make an all star game worth watching to me. I think we kind of did it right where it's like just make these guys do something other than basketball or baseball or football. Like, I very much enjoy the. I'm not sure that I'm like going to tune into that consistently either. Yeah. But I, I don't think that's like a damn problem. Like, I think I'm at the point, like, like I said, I was on vacation this weekend and I was just super happy that nothing was on TV. So it was like just a nice break for me. Like I didn't have any FOMO of missing a, well, I did end up missing a Badgers game because they don't have TVs in Asheville. There's like one place with a TV in Asheville. Uh, but yeah, they're fucking hipsters, man. I, I guess so. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you what, what would fix the all-star game, but that's what I got for the bucks right now. Kind of in turmoil, dropping two before the all-star break, uh, still sitting at third, um, in, well, I guess they dropped to third in the Eastern conference. Um, Cavaliers have been on an absolute heater, so they look like they could be a good team. So Boston is nine and one. 
in their last 10 and they're in first place, uh, seven games ahead of the Cavs who went eight and two in their last 10, which the Bucks are two games behind the Cavs at three and seven in their last game. So all things considered, not a bad place to be with a third of the season left or a quarter of the season left, however many, whatever you split it into. But I think the Bucks have a good chance to get back on track. And I do think, obviously, you want home court advantage, but it, it's a team that's got so much talent that could win it. If they, just if they're allowed to dance, they can win it. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, I'm I have high faith in the Bucks until Giannis is gone. I think we're okay. All right, let's do a little Brewers off season. There was more shit that happened that I forgot to write down, but big news: uh, we end up signing Woodruff to a two year deal. I can't remember what the money is at this time, but committed to Woodruff. I think that probably. I should have looked more into it. Uh, the deal comes into play after his arbitration and all the crazy baseball shit is up. Cause I'm pretty sure we're not giving him a two year deal that one of the years, cause he's not playing this year uh, is just him not playing. So I think, I think we have him two years after this year. So I don't know about that because uh, he said there were other teams involved. Which would make me believe that he's some to- some type of free agent at the very least, even if it's restricted. And then something happened with Gary Sanchez. Yeah, I can't remember as well. I can't remember like exactly the details that I saw, but uh, looks like he signed as well, um, and hopefully shows up. I think that was the issue previous to this, so. Yeah, so just looking at what has happened here. So, yeah, we signed Gary Sanchez, so catcher in that one. Uh, Woodruff signed, so free agent signed that two-year deal, like I said. Um, Then he's on the 60-day injured list, uh, right shoulder surgery. So I think we talked about it in the show before, but it doesn't look like he's playing this year um yeah probably not yeah and then like all the other ones are just designating guys for assignment uh i think we had a lot of faith in ethan small coming up and being a big left-handed arm in our system but we uh sent him to san francisco for cash so i don't know what that would be all about is we just lost not good yeah if we just lost faith in him or if he did something wrong we got cash and then a washing machine for him so oh, jersey, nice. jerseys are going to be extra clean um extra clean i think they're see-through this year too which is nice yeah the jerseys do look weird so i think they're going to have to revamp them but we'll, i don't we'll think they're gonna i think it is what it is at this point yeah we'll so see. yeah we'll see how that goes uh you get us into the packers news and then kick us out of here mike yeah, so real quick, we had a few guys that uh, a deadline came up on their stuff with the Packers. Um, Nixon, Savage, and Neiman, none of them were uh, restructured or signed before this date. And so, like, that their void year that was on their contracts now hits. It costs us 
10 million in dead cap or something like that. Somewhere right around there, nine or 10 million. Um, but it looks like none of those guys are coming back to the team. So, um, if you restructure them, we could save a little bit of money and we chose not to do that. So I would imagine that that is Halfley's kind of game plan here. Halfley did have a Halfley and LaFleur had a press conference today. It sounds like we're moving in a different direction in terms of the defense with the Green Bay Packers, which most people would agree with. Um, there's going to be some people that thought the playoff games, we should just stick with what we got a little bit. But either way, Packers not signing Nixon, Savage, or Neiman, and we're into a new era here. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm pretty disappointed about the Nixon stuff. Uh, but I see that like if this Halfley system that he's bringing the four three back to, which I still don't fully understand why you would ever go back to a four three, but we we've talked to that about that a little bit. I get why Nixon isn't that important of a piece in that system. And honestly, with as well as he was playing cornerback at the other end of the year, like I don't or nickelback at least, uh, I don't yeah. think he would love being on a defense that's four, three, uh, but definitely an asset on special teams, but he probably wouldn't just want to be the special teams guy at this point after right. proving and he can play. Likes, and special teams is essentially going away to some extent. Like he's taking every ball out of the end zone at the six yard, like six yards deep. At some point they're just going to say, what's the point in that? Right. Like, I get that he's flashing, he's good, but, like, he doesn't, he is not playing football in the Devin Hester era where it's not a touchdown, touchback every time. Like, he doesn't get a real opportunity to return the ball on kickoffs. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah, it is It is what it is. I would like to see Nixon back, but Savage and, and uh, Yeeman, Yeeman. Uh, it definitely played a piece, whatever, not like happy that they're gone, but I, I think we can move in a different direction. And I, yeah, uh, I agree. I would like to see the Packers, uh, sign or sign a safety or draft a safety. I, I definitely wanted a new safety. I wanted different safety play. Uh, I seen it. I looked at a list of, uh, safeties coming up and then I seen an Antoine Winfield. Who I, I think he's a free agent. Yeah, but it sounds like he's gonna get um tagged. Tagged. So so he, that was the one that I was like, damn, that would be interesting to get. But I want to see what we can get in the draft at the safety position. So that's that's where my head goes with it. Yeah, I mean, we have some opportunities with the Packers. Uh in in reality, I think we're in good a good spot. We're gonna have a lot of very young starters again. Yeah. Yeah, no. We'll we'll be good to go. Uh I'm excited to see what that offense can do and see if this defensive scheme uh can pull it off in the NFL, which I'm sure it can cuz it'll have to be a little bit hybrid from your traditional old school 4-3, I would assume, but that yeah. that'll be interesting to see like where uh where we value players and 
yeah, we're probably gonna have to get some different guys in to do different things. So I like it. All right. So if you guys made it this long, make sure you subscribe, download, do your thing there. And I'm going to let Pat throw us, throw us out here. Yep. We love you guys. Thank you for the support. And, and if you, any of you are doubting the Brewers, the Badgers, the Bucks, the Packers, or it looks like a little bit of Marquette this year, you can eat our shorts. Roll it. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't eat my shorts. Eat my shorts.